super excited to have you guys here today. But before we get into what I wanted to talk about, I wanted to remind you guys to go out there and share the show. I know it's super cheesy for most people, but we grow this with a lot of word of mouth marketing because it's the best and my favorite form. If we bring you value, you should uh, go share it with a friend where you think they would get value from it too. And today you're definitely going to get a lot of value from what we have to go over, which is a little bit of what we call somatic markers. Uh, So I want you to play along with me. This is going to be a really heavy neuromarketing episode. So for all of you uh, neuromarketing nerds out there like myself, this is going to be perfect. Or if you're just hopping into it, this will be a good episode to get the juices flowing around what you might or might not have considered within some of your marketing tools. So play along with me here for a minute, okay? Let's go to the grocery store. Shouldn't take long. There's only a few things that I want us to walk through. Uh, But let's make our way to the peanut butter section. There's Skippy, Peter Pan, Jif, generic supermarket offerings, uh, you know, organic, salt-free, no sugar, uh, you know, (laughs) the kind that I get. And it drives Megan and the rest of my family nuts because all the oil rises to the top, right? And most consumers think about their choice of all of two seconds when they're in that section of the store or any other section or online or any place else. In this case, let's say you go for the GIF and we're on to our next stop inside of the supermarket. Was that decision rational? It may have seemed that way to you as you have made your choice, but it wasn't. And it really wasn't by a long shot. If your decision-making process was conscious and articulated, my guess is that it might've gone something like this. I associate Skippy with childhood. It's been around forever. So I feel it's trustworthy. But it isn't filled with sugar and preservatives and all that other stuff I shouldn't be eating. Same goes for Peter Pan. Same goes for the childish stuff. And I'm not buying that generic brand. It costs 30 cents less, which makes me suspicious. In my experience, you get what you pay for. And the organic stuff, it's nasty. It's oily. It's tasteless the few times I've had it. And it always needs too much salt. Plus, didn't I read somewhere that organic doesn't necessarily mean anything? Plus, it's almost double the price. Jif, what's that old advertising slogan of theirs? Choosy mothers choose Jif. Well, I'm a fairly discriminating person, and so on and so forth, until we could go blue in the face. There are these subconscious conversations that go on in our heads every second we choose one product over another. Except they're rarely, if uttered, they're just rarely ever said out loud, right? When's the last time you and your significant other were down the grocery aisle and you were having this exact conversation? You're not. You're having it in your head. And instead, we rely on these mental shortcuts that we have inside of our brains, which are called heuristics. And these are all built around our buying decisions and other decisions inside of life, too. Now let's go to the bottled water. There are dozens of bottled waters in there, both glass, plastic, and they come in all shapes and sizes, too. I've seen water bottles go for $10,000 online all the way down to the 39-cent ones you can get at Costco. So let's run through the same rational conversation that we just went through again. Dasani, no, that's the one Coke makes. Someone told me that it was nothing more than tap water with a phony name. I don't want bottled water to be commercialized. It should be special, chic. Wait, what's this? Uh, This Icelandic one. 
by far the most beautiful bottle on the shelf from Denmark. No idea what it means, but it's Denmark and it's lots of snowy land and healthy streams and people on ski slopes and yada, 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 and it goes on and on and on and on and on. So the craft water bottle goes in your cart. You've never tasted the stuff, but your gut tells you that you've made the right decision. If I asked you to describe how you came to this decision, you'd probably just shrug and say it was instinct or it came over me for no reason. I just did. But the real rationale behind your choice was, in fact, built on a lifetime of associations. Some positive, some negative, but they shape the way that our products container or our childhood memories, its price, and it's a lot of other considerations that go into making the buying decision. But some of these somatic markers aren't as simple as a collection of reflexes from our childhood or adolescence. Every day we're manufacturing these new ones, adding them to a growing collection that's already in place. And the bigger our brain's collection of these somatic markers, whether for shampoo, shaving creams, chewing gum, mints, potato chips, alcohol bottles, deodorants, supplements, shirts, pants, TVs, video cameras, computers the more buying decisions we're able to make. And in fact, without these markers, we wouldn't be able to make any decisions at all. Much much less parallel park, ride a bike, drive to work, take out money out of the ATM machine, type on your computer. And this is why so many customers choose to buy an Audi over cars with equally attractive design, comparable safety ratings, and a similar price. It might very well have something to do with the company's logan or logo or slogan. Um, now, I strongly doubt that many of you go outside of Germany or Switzerland know what some of this stuff is, but uh, the Vorspring der Technik is how I pronounce it. But for you two fans, which one? Ben, uh, Bono murmurs the phase of the beginning of the song Zuropa. That's not the point. Most people will guess correctly that the phrase is German. Our brains link together automobile with German. With everything we've picked up over our lifetimes, about top of the line, Tetronic car manufacturing, high standards, precision, consistency, rigor, efficiency, trustworthiness, and the result is that we walk into the showroom holding the keys to an Audi or a BMW or any of these other cars where we have this association. Or let's imagine that you're shopping for a camera, right? We've most of us that are in business have done that before with the vast array of optical zooms, uh, image processors, face detection gizmos, red eye correctors, and most of them look the exact same. So why do you find yourself gravitating towards the one that comes from Japan? Once, back before Japan became a global leader in manufacturing technology, the words made in Japan used to turn people off of buying products. You associated it with cheap toys and gadgets that fell apart pretty quickly after you bought them. And again, this was based purely on a series of unconscious markers that your mind had linked together. Japan with technological excellence, and you leave the store with a new camera in your arm. So this happens over and over and over again, so that way you eventually just get into this habituation of patterns. So how do you start to actually implement this as an advertiser? It's actually easy and pretty inexpensive to create what are called somatic markers in your consumer's brain. Let's take, for example, real life. So how do you know to look both ways when you cross the street? Chances are once you had a super close call that came as a shock, and that shock has stuck with you ever since. Since somatic markers are typically associations between two incomparable elements, in this case an uneventful morning and a sudden screech of brakes, they are far from memorable and lasting and other associations we form throughout our lives, which is why attempting to hook our attention 
Most advertisers aim to create surprise and shock associations between two wildly dis- desperate things. Starting to make sense? Starting to see how you could take maybe a blender and compare it to a Saturday Night Live skit? Or when the iPhone whirl and clack until they become reduced to a smoking mass of black particles? All these things, as you know, even like Sony with their uh, ingenious somatic marker in the weeks before the release of Spider-Man 3 using men's rooms in selected theaters, a guy would stroll in and see a a conventional line of urinals and stalls, nothing out of the ordinary. And then you would happen to gaze up towards the single standalone plastic urinal and it would say Spider-Man 3 coming soon. Pretty memorable, right? Or the Energizer Bunny, nothing outlasts the Energizer. He keeps going, going, going. A stuffed pink creature is just simply banging on a drum, marching across dinner tables. And it's purely irrational. And it's pretty irritating. Also impossibly hard not to associate with long-lasting power when you're in the battery section. All this stuff stacks. And this is why when we say marketing is a game of memorization, we're memorizing certain elements over and over and over again. These are what make up your brand features. These are what you want your customers to memorize about you long-term. And yet so many businesses fail to get this right. This is why hiring a neuromarketing agency actually helps accelerate this process. But that's a different story. But because somatic markers are based on past experiences of reward and punishment, fear can also create some of the most powerful somatic markers. And many advertisers are really happy to take advantage of a stressed out, insecure, increasingly vulnerable nature of people. And practically every brand category I can think of plays on fear in some direct or indirect way. We're sold medicines to ward off depression, diet pills and gym memberships to prevent obesity, creams and ointments to quit the fears of aging, and computer software to ward off the terror of crashing hard drives or viruses. And in the future, theirs are just going to get more and more fearsome with less and less result. I want you to really think about this. Where inside of your business can you lay these in? What can you do to stand out against the crowd of those around you? Because I promise your competition is out there hiring people like me to come in and lay these in. So, take this time, take the opportunity, and go execute.